Hey guys, welcome back to the No Decision Podcast. Uh, I am your host, co-host for today, um, Joy, and I almost forgot my name there. But alongside with me, as always, is Wes. He's not hey. gone. Hey man, you've always been the co-host. You're not new. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of sharing the duties of uh, the main host for No Decision. But uh, yeah, so we're going to have four rounds tonight, Wes. Let's get into it. Now, the first round is going to be Alexander Povetkin versus Dillian White. This is the second fight of these two. Wes, how did... Wow. This, this is an incredible fight. Um, I, I like the first fight, but what did you think about the second fight as well? It was pretty close until the tragic ending for Alexander Povetkin. I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, if you guys had a chance to to watch the first fight, um, it, it was a pretty much a one-sided fight until DeLeon White got caught <laughs> with something he's never seen before. Um, but, yeah, uh, the second fight, it, it was still back and forth, but DeLeon White then finally had his moment to shine and... Prove to Povetkin that he was, you know, a little bit better. But yeah, um, what do you think this means, Wes, to the heavyweight division? I think, I think Deontay Wilder now has a new dance partner. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of the big, uh, the big thing that's coming out after this fight, right? Like whoever wins this would get Deontay Wilder, and now Dillian White. It seems as though, it looks as though it's going to be Dillian White versus Deontay Wilder. Yeah, and that's just because um, the zone, Eddie Hearn made, made a claim that at one point Deontay didn't want to fight Dillian. <laughs> right. And now because of this, Deontay wants every part of Dillian White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So now it's kind of like, okay, man, uh... This is a this is a pretty tall task if that happens for right. both for both guys. But you know what? I kind of want to see it happen because outside of AJ and Tyson, there really isn't much going on in that division. Oh well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um and you know, Andy Ruiz is fighting Cristobal Ariola out of all people. <laughs> like, oh no. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, yeah, um like you said, right? There's not uh, apart from Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua who are pretty much set to to have their bout uh, in June, right? Um, there's not a lot of noises coming out of uh, the heavyweight division, and so I don't know. Um, you know, the king, the former king of the heavyweight division, coming back against Dillian White. I think would definitely make a lot more sense, right? AJ has fought Dillian White. And so, yeah, I think I think this is going to be interesting. Um, as frustrating as it is to watch Deontay Wilder fight, because he is quite one-sided, one-dimensional, right? With his right hand. You just never know. You just never know with Deontay Wilder. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, shoot. Deontay Wilder kind of reminds me of... Uh... Francis Ngannou of <laughs> yeah. UFC. Yeah, yeah, you know what happens when either one of those guys connect. Right, right, exactly. Chances are it's over. And oh my god, like these two, I can see these two 
getting into some kind of scuffle. Right. One is going to make a huge mistake. Yeah. And that could cost them a fight. Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, Dillian White was one of the, the few heavyweight fighters that was able to hurt AJ. Um, and so, and, you know, but obviously we've seen that fight before. And then um, AJ. How that ended. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. And we thought that, you know, Dillian White was going to kind of start to descend. But no, I, I think, um, you know, he, he's picked it up. And, of course, he kind of ran into this roadblock that is Alexander Povetkin. And um, now he has this rematch. I remember this rematch was supposed to take place two months after the first fight. And everyone warned Dillian White, like, this is way too fast. This is way too soon. Get your rest let's think back let's 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 game plan a little bit right especially since you got you just got knocked out you just got knocked out right exactly in two months it's not you know and, and that's the thing like you need the boxers usually need like a whole month of training and usually in that training you have sparring i mean if if he was concussed and he went back to sparring i don't think that would have been a great idea for dillian white but oh uh, yeah. no yeah uh that's that's Right, so congratulations to Dillian White. Congratulations to Alexander Povetkin too. He's had an incredible career. Um, he's not retiring just yet, but you know, if he did, I think he had an incredible career. Something he could be proud of. Hey, he was game. It was a close fight until he got ding donged in the third or fourth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if uh, a lot of our fans or listeners um, know Alexander Povetkin, but. He, he was there when the Klitschko's was still there. So this guy's been in the game for such for quite a while. Yeah, man. Uh, very, very durable fighter. Very dangerous fighter at right. that. And uh, But yeah, no, it was a really, really interesting fight to watch. And, you know, even Dillian White himself said that he isn't afraid to run it back again. Oh, for a third time. For a third time. But, nice. you know, I mean... Yeah, uh, by the way, Povetkin was knocked down two times, twice in, mm-hmm. in the first fight. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so. I will also say, though, like, if you're Dillian White, though, I will say if, if it's all if it's about the cash, I think uh, Deontay's a little bit of a better investment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, Wes, if that fight does happen, I mean, it's going to be fireworks. And oh, so- I'm watching it. I'm oh, watching oh, yeah. it. I want to. I'm. I'm. I want to see Deontay back in there. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. An American, right? Yeah. So, even if I don't hold him as high as a regard of to AJ, AJ, AJ and yeah. Tyson Fury, you know, it's kind of like, all right, well, I, I still want to see him back in there because he's still one of the more marketable heavyweight fighters. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's move on to round two, Wes. Um. This one was a pretty big news i don't know how uh, you took it but ryan garcia versus javier fortuna for the wbc interim lightweight title um you know and supposedly you know the the winner is supposed to get devin haney um for this fight and so yeah i just wanted to know what's your thought what's your thoughts we the fans wanted tests for ryan garcia i think uh this is one of them for the wbc it's like uh you ask and you shall receive. There you go. <laughs> right. We asked for more tests for Ryan, and we received. Now, this is a test that he's probably... 
it seems as like though like I, I keep saying this and then Ryan and then I look like an idiot because then Ryan Garcia just looks incredible against some of these fighters. But um, Javier Fortuna is quite different, right? Um, he's a mixed bag for me. Um, Javier Fortuna is a good boxer. When he fights inside, he is he fights like Sean Porter. Like a lot of the punches are not gonna land clean. They're probably going to be grazing shots. Um, he fights quite aggressively, uh, but when he when he fights on the outside, Wes, he fights like Roy Jones Jr. He's a aggressive counter puncher. If you try to if you throw a, a jab, he'll try to swarm you with like three punch combinations. But yeah, uh, a lot of people say like you know, there's a lot of styles that make. Uh, fights and a lot of boxers seems to struggle against Javier Fortuna because he is so aggressive and so yeah uh, I wonder what your thoughts on the styles on this fight that is very rare to have two different styles yeah yeah exactly I mean it, it, the only the only fighter that I can think of off the bat that's willing to fight or two fighters I'm that I can think of that are willing to fight two different styles at the in within the same fight would probably be Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury Right, the guys we just mentioned before. Right, but yeah, I mean, if you're on the side of Ryan Garcia, you don't get better unless you keep going, right? Unless you fight guys like him, right? Because the boxing world is like the world itself; it's a very, <laughs> very cruel and unforgiving place, right? And sometimes, not to say that you know. And I'm not saying that uh, uh, Fortuna is bad in that regard. I mean, he's a great fighter. It's just like what I mean by that is like because he fights two different styles, you know, a lot of people don't really expect that. Right. right? Yeah. The yeah. common, the casual fan would just be like, okay, counter puncher. Oh, okay. He's a nah. aggressive, yeah. he's, he's... come at you kind of guy. Or, uh, you know, she's more of a, a mover right right but um yeah like if you're ryan garcia you don't get better if you don't fight guys like these yeah yeah absolutely uh and and like i said you know javier fortuna when you look at him fight it doesn't look like he's he doesn't pass the eye test for a boxer um because his the way of his style of fighting it's literally it literally like invites his opponents to to trade with him right and he it's not like Roma, uh, roman gonzalez right it's not like chocolatito where mm -hmm. he, he he will counter you but precisely this like he like i said he's more like sean porter like he, he will get in there rough right um he'll make you uncomfortable and so yeah uh it, it's interesting uh i like javier fortuna uh, it's great to see him back. I don't know if you saw his last uh, fight, Wes. Uh, it was against Antonio Lozada, and that was just, uh, it was, no, it was a landslide. Uh, but yeah, uh, so winner gets Devin Haney, right? We, we, we thought that Devin Haney was going to be the next fight for Ryan Garcia, but no, it's, you know, you have to get through Fortuna first. So, yeah, what are hey, your thoughts you know, on that? We got to give WBC its credit here because WBC promised that it would give better 
mandatory or structural fights. Right. And I think this is a step this in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and hey, sometimes uh, good things come to those who wait, right? Right. So for us, or maybe more so me than you, Joy, um, that is pretty much behind Ryan Garcia. Yeah. You know, like, okay, fine. If it takes that one extra fight, so be it. The worst thing that can happen is him losing, but I'm not thinking about that right now. Well, well, that's the thing, Wes. Uh, I was thinking about this. I was like, well, okay. I, I was, I did have my doubts on Ryan Garcia, but now it seems as though he's willing to fight anyone that we throw at him. And whenever Ryan Garcia is fighting these guys, the guy that's not fighting these guys is Devin Haney. And so for me, I, like you said, I think this is just going to better prepare Ryan Garcia for Devin Haney, for a Lomachenko. And right, right. How do you how do you become the best if you don't fight fight everything? Because right. like I said, the boxing world, like the real world, can right. be a very crude crude and brutal place. Right, right. You know, or cruel and brutal place. You know, because there's gonna be random things, or not random, but rather all kinds of things thrown at you, and it's really up to you and how you want to react. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, yeah, uh, oh, interesting fact, Wes. Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Fortuna is a southpaw. So two southpaws in a row that Ryan Garcia is going to fight. Um, and we all know what, what they're going to, if you're for what they, and by they I mean the Fortuna camp, what they're going to look for in that film study. Mm. Mm. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just watch any highlights of uh, Garcia versus Luke Campbell. <laughs> That, uh, that left to the body. But uh, it's interesting you say that, Wes, because uh, I was doing some film study on Javier Fortuna, and it seems as though the one punch that he can't see is the straight right hand. And that's kind of one of the punches that Ryan Garcia, I would say, doesn't have. It's because he's a lefty fighting orthodox, you know, so he doesn't really have a straight right. But we'll see. We'll see, you know. Um, in the hands of Eddie Reynoso, I think he'll... It'll be a lot better. He's more a well-rounded fighter already. So, yeah, uh, we're going to take a quick break, you guys, um, and we'll be right back with a little bit more. Uh, we're going to cover some... Uh, we're really going to dig deep for some gold, for some golden boy, and some Tyson and Vander Holyfield. So, yeah, we'll see you back in a couple. Welcome back to another Decision Podcast. It is now I, Wes Ibarra, running the gym. And the first thing I want to talk about with you all today is the golden boy, Oscar De La Hoya, is getting back in the ring. Earlier this week, he announced that he plans to fight in the Triller Fighters Club. So the Triller Fighters Club is obviously Jones, Tyson, Holy pretty dude. much any old guy that wants to reclaim glory. <laughs> so... ODLH, ODLH is looking to get back in the ring. Opponents unknown. I don't have any information on the date or the location. I don't really, I don't really want to get behind this. To be honest with you, I think Oscar should just stay where he's at. He's doing just fine. Right. But for the listeners and you, Joy, what do you all think about uh, the Golden Boy getting back in the ring? Uh, we're, we're seeing this uh, golden age 
in boxing, kind of trying to return. Golden age. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, uh, we, we've always kind of been asking, like, if he returns, who does he fight? Right? I mean, you can't put him against these younger guys. Like, that's just not gonna, that's just not gonna be possible. Uh, and so, like, yeah, it, it's interesting, right? There, there's been like, I guess, like the, the the name that gets that gets echoed the most is Marcos Maidana, right? Um, but yeah, other than that, there's been rumors of Juan Manuel Marquez, and man, but like, you know, um, I, I guess it's okay, you know. I don't really have a feeling for it. Um, it, it'd be funny if you know Oscar thinks that the the fan base is excited for him to come back, but I I don't think so. You know, it'd be an interesting idea. Oh, uh, because at this point, this guy has nothing to lose. Have an exhibition rematch with Manny Pacquiao. Oh, you think that's a good idea? I think it's a good idea for Manny. It's a good idea for Manny, right? right. But <laughs> I don't think I don't think Oscar would would want that. What is yeah. he gonna have like that like that meme of all the helicopters flying over him? <laughs> and then he's gonna like, oh no, don't 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 put Manny Pacquiao across from me. No thanks, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm I asking mean, you. Oh man, like you know what I'm talking about? That meme of like the helicopters flying over, and it's yeah, supposed yeah. to like bring back a traumatic memory for someone. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> you think that's what would happen to Oscar if they decided to put an exhibition with Manny? Absolutely, before? absolutely. Like, I mean, I mean, come on. We've we, we uh, I don't know. We saw that fight already. I think it's okay. I don't think Pacquiao wants that fight. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Who do you think Oscar should get in there? Uh, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, I guess. fine, fine. If you if 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 it's anyone not named Manny Pacquiao, yeah, maybe Juan Manuel or Juan. a uh, maybe uh, Marcus Maidana. How about Shane Mosley? Oh, oh, that'd be nice. Run Shane it back Mosley. with. I think. Why don't you try run? Well, he might have the traumatic memes again, but like Bernard Hopkins. I was about to say Bernard. I was about to say Alien. Uh, or even um, try to get that or, body shot back, or maybe I don't know if it's. Uh, I'm sure he could do it. Uh, Zab Judah. Wow, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's we're, possible. We're literally like just going through. <laughs> it's called Trillers Fight Fighters or Trillers Triller Fighters Club for a reason. It's right, not right. people that are not in or that are currently not in the fight game anymore. Right, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. We could also ask Ricky Hatton if he wants to come back. No, but uh, <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. You brought up some interesting names out there, Wes. Um, Oscar coming back. Uh, if Juan Mo, if he fights Juan Manuel Marquez, I I'll probably be more excited about Juan Manuel Marquez than Oscar coming back because I don't know about you, Wes, but I love the Mexican fighters that we that i grew that we grew up upon watching right so morales barrera well marquez you know and, and oscar it was also part of that and so yeah yeah i mean i i don't know 
it, it's really up to, I guess, him and the promotion company. I'm sure you I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, Triller. Oh, Triller, right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he if they just somehow cherry pick this. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, or maybe, or our best case scenario could be like a Tyson Jones Jr. thing, where it's like you really don't know who's gonna win. And then it turns out one guy dominated the other, but the result goes the complete opposite of what you thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, the, the the reason for that Tyson versus Roy Jones fight was that um, it was one of the fights that we never got to see when they were younger, right? When they were kind of in their prime. Well, Tyson was kind of coming off his prime, and Roy Jones was in his prime uh, in the early 2000s. Um, but, like... Is there an opponent that Oscar really didn't get to fight? You know what I'm saying? I felt like Oscar fought, or he had the opportunity to fight anyone that was pretty hot at the time. Well, right. And, I mean, that's what I mean, right? It's kind of like, when I brought up those names, it's kind of like, it's either someone he's fought already, or could be a pretty a, a name that more or less fought alongside him when he was active mm. right um some might give him a little bit more hesitance than others i.e bernard hopkins and like <laughs> manny pacquiao right? right but then again you got if you got if you get like a marcos maidana or a juan manuel marquez or uh shoot even a um zab judah it's kind of like, well, okay. This this match technically was never made. Or maybe, has he fought Zeb Judah? I can't remember. I don't believe so. There you go. See, it's going to be like, okay, and they're both, they're all past their prime. They're all old. <laughs> they're going to look good for maybe the first three rounds, and maybe they're just going to be like, okay, let's just have fun here. I, I think Zeb Judah is uh, quite... Um... What do you call it? He's quite in shape. I think he runs a gym in New York, so I don't think Oscar would. Yeah, I don't think he'd last. If, I, if I'm honest. Hey, we all thought Tyson wasn't gonna last against Jones Jr. It looked like, <laughs> and it turns out Jones Jr. was a tired one. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> if he if Oscar does come back, I, I think he is gonna come back. Um, hopefully, it's with against a fighter that we miss. You know, like. For me, it's uh, Juan Manuel, and for you, it seems as though you know, like, so yeah. I mean, you gotta have options, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with Juan Manuel Marquez. I'm just saying, like, you you're not always gonna get your first option. Well, oh well, you yeah. should, but you're not. It, sometimes you're just not gonna be able to land land that guy because of whatever obligations they have. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm sure. Yeah, I also got to negotiate the price. Yeah. Yeah, right. So. I'm but yeah, I mean, let us know who you think Oscar De La Hoya should be in the ring with. Um, brown, extra brownie points if you think it should be Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, ooh, how about Miguel Cotto before we move on? Oh, no, I, I don't think so. Miguel Cotto was still quite crisp when he retired, so... He might he he wasn't in his prime, but Miguel Cotto is a fucking beast. He's actually well, one of my favorite. Again, 
if you put it on trailer rules, so no knockouts, no nothing. Everything will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> or a Margarito. Antonio Margarito. Yeah. Ooh. We'll we see. See him in a while, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, generally, I, I feel like with the uh, Fighters Club, they're going to bring up someone that we didn't think of, but that we should have thought of. Well, well, how old is uh, Oscar? He's like old. 48, right? Old. Right, right, okay. Young to be a normal person, but old to be a fighter. Oh, my God. Who's this guy going to fight? Like, literally. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, but let us know, everyone. But moving on, and it's our last round of the night. Um, the Tyson versus Holyfield 3, I guess, drama, if you will. Mm. Earlier in the week, uh, Evander Holyfield said uh, Tyson turned down a $20-plus million um, offer to fight. While Tyson later in the week said, no, the f- negotiations are still ongoing and the fight should still be on. Right. So it leaves us in a position, everyone. Who do we believe? And does this look like it's going to be a train wreck? Because, mm. you know, these guys are past prime. It's an exhibition fight at the end of the day. It's not going to go on their records. <laughs> Yet they're fighting over negotiations and whatever the political aspects of uh, maybe as if they were still like on top of their game. <laughs> I mean, and both guys are pretty well off. So there's really not much else. There's nothing else to, to gain and yeah. everything, everything to lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up in a draw as well. Right. So, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no more ears to be bitten off. But uh, what do you call it? I mean, yeah, uh, I think the first two fight between these guys when they were obviously when they were a lot younger, it was it was pretty good. But Evander just had a step on Tyson, right? It, it just wasn't that close. Uh, probably not as close as what Tyson thought. But um, yeah, like you know, I think this is gonna be. This is going to be a good fight. I'm definitely going to watch it, right? Um, but it, it's quite polar opposite to Roy Jones, uh, Tyson's Roy Jones fight, right? Um, because this is the third fight. Uh, it's something that we don't want to... I don't know, Wes, were you asking for a third fight between these two? Uh, no. Exactly. You know, it's like... um. For some reason, I have this kind of secret, um, secret need or secret want to have uh, Pacquiao Marquez five, <laughs> just just for old times' sake, you know. Um, but uh, you yeah, know. you could pitch that. You could pitch that to the Trailer Fighters Club. Oh, they they would fucking they would easily fucking make sixty million dollars off of that fucking fight alone. And that's the thing too. It's kind of like how are you gonna do all of that within eight rounds? Oh, yeah, yeah, eight rounds, yeah. There's still going to be, like, well, I don't know about, I don't, I have not seen any photo evidence of how JMM looks these days, but, you know. He, he's he's looking pretty good. He, I think he does ESPN uh, Deportes, so he's looking pretty good for boxing. So it's kind of, but then again, it's like, okay, you do it over a short amount of, 
uh, fight time. It's like, huh, you know, those guys could still go another four more rounds. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's again, it's a fight that would go on no one's record. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh, but I'm sorry, Wes. Uh, who do we listen to? Right. Who do we listen to? And is this is this a train wreck ready, waiting to happen? And for me, I'm not going to listen to either one of them. And I'm, I'm only I, I gonna think, listen to Triller. When it I, I think I think it's just gonna be it is a train wreck waiting waiting to happen. And you know if, if it doesn't ever come into fruition, right? I'm not upset to be honest with you because yeah. there's other fights I'd rather be watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, um, wow, they're offering Tyson twenty million on this fight. Twenty plus, I think it was like twenty six or something wow. like that. Can they even make that on the gate? I don't know about gate, but if it's still under pandemic, um, pandemic, uh, pay-per-view limitations, then yeah, a lot of ads. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure these guys are going to get like a lot of sponsors in the trunks, uh, too. So, uh, I don't know about that. I'm talking about like all over the ring and, (laughs) oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, but I'm pretty sure they, they wouldn't mind a fashion Nova logo. Uh, Mike Tyson, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, uh, who do we listen to? Like I said, I'm only gonna listen to Triller when it makes, when it happens. Um, other than that, you know, con- contract negotiations are contract negotiations. Um, but yeah, uh, there's probably, I don't think this is gonna be a train wreck waiting to happen. But it's probably not gonna be. Un- as exciting as a fight as we thought it was going to be as, as we think it's going to be yeah i mean that's fair and i don't know you're we're, that, what i just what i'm just annoyed about is that they're doing all of this for an exhibition fight well yeah uh, I... they're acting they're, they're they're negotiating as if you know like all four uh heavyweight belts are on the line <laughs> Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I feel like Triller, um, they're waiting for that opportunity to see one of these old dudes get knocked out, right? Like, that's one of their dreams. Well, okay, but per the rules of, like, Jones Jr. and Tyson, you can't. Right, right. No, exactly. Exactly. But I'm saying, you know, what if one of them gets caught, you know, with something they don't see? Of course you can't, you know, avoid that. And so... I mean, you know, this is boxing. You're in the hurt business. And if someone gets hurt, I mean, <laughs> you know, I but mean, I'll tell you what's going to happen if, if one of them gets caught. In oh, my ding God. Dong, they're probably... going to stop it and they're just going to call it a no contest. <laughs> Absolutely. That might be the end of Triller as well. So, um, <laughs> no, I don't know about that because, you know, there's obviously contracts of like liability sign. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I know that. But, you know, these guys are a lot older, right? If one of them gets caught. So be careful who you pick, Oscar. I don't I wouldn't pick my Donna right away because my Donna is a heavy hitter. So uh but yeah, that's just my message to Oscar. Um but yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, Joy. Yeah, I mean, listen to Triller. Uh I don't know, man. This looks like a whole mess. And yeah, you know, I really want to know what everyone else wants to think about this. If this is, if this is a mess, or if they're on Tyson's side, if they're on Holyfield's side, uh, you know, or if you just are like me and it's just like, oh, just don't do it for the <laughs> love of God. 
But anyway, that is our show for tonight. We're closed now. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, if you come back next week, uh, Joy and I will have a fresh set of rounds to review with all of you. But until then, I'm Wes Ibarra. He's Joy Villapando. Be well. Get vaccinated. Have a great night. <laughs>